what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. We're in the same room podcasting. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. We're at the Mesh headquarters in studio. Today is a big day. It is a big day. It's, it's good to see you. You've traveled from Philadelphia to be home for Thanksgiving, so it's wonderful to see you. And we got to watch The Bachelor together last night. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. I don't know if we've ever watched the episode together and podcasted like all together in the same room all the way through before. We used to watch The Bachelor together, and I would just make snarky comments, but uh, that's before we got to to podcast about said snarky comments. So anyway, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. But I understand there's some house cleaning that you need to do with Bachelor Nation. Yes. Some refer to it as housekeeping, but we can clean the house as well with this cleaning, news. Cleaning, keeping, I think it's more cleaning, actually. But go ahead. Let's start with our sad news of the day. Zach and Tasha have broken up. You, you told me this yesterday, and after thinking about it, my hot take is Tasha was out of Zach's league from the beginning, <laughs> and they made a cute couple. I, I think highly of Tasha, a beautiful girl. She was a great host, very enthusiastic, engaging, but I, I just fear that Zach was out of her league. Zach was out of her league? I mean, well, she was out of, Zach was below her league. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, I think that this just confirms my theory that couples who exercise together will not last since they just ran the New York City Marathon. You know, that's just not what relationships are about. It's an interesting theory. We'll, we'll opt to ponder that one. This is why I would never date someone whose family does like a turkey trot on Thanksgiving. That's just not the kind of person I am. That's not how you raised me to be. But you would be happy to sit around the couch and watch football with, uh, with, with said person. Yeah, of course. Okay. We're not exercising not together. Not exercising. Okay. But, you know, Thanksgiving is for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll be watching that. Followed by the dog show. Or football. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More housekeeping. Katie Thurston announced that she's dating a guy from her season. His name is John. I don't know much about John because she sent him home on week two, but she announced this by doing a quote unquote 12 days of messy on her Instagram where she spent 12 days associating a guy from her season with a Taylor Swift song and was just like kind of calling them out. And it was pretty embarrassing to witness. I, I've got nothing there. That's uh, I. I think that her fifteen minutes of fame are about up, and we we can move along. Yeah, she's doing too much, and I'm getting secondhand embarrassment from it. Okay. Lastly, Hannah Brown has written a book, and it came out yesterday. Um, I think it's called like "Bless This Mess" or something. And within the book, she writes, she spills the tea a little bit on herself, and writes about how while. Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor was airing. She had sex with him. Great, Hannah Brown. It's uh, nice that you have to share this with the world just in time for Christmas so we can we can put your book on our list and, and share all of your secrets. Wonderful. Thanks very much. <laughs> that's, our, that's our Bachelor news of the week. 
So I think we're ready to get into last night's episode of The Bachelorette. And and we went from eight contestants down to a final four. Lots of progress last night. There's, yeah. There might be light at the end of our Bachelor Tunnel. We cut the field in half last night. Yes. So my high to start with was Michelle's students questioning the remaining men. It was very entertaining. Um, you know, you love the bluntness of a child. It, it just brings some laughs. You know, the kids didn't like Martin. They thought he was showing off too much, smelled like too much cologne. But they did enjoy Clayton because he has big muscles and would be good at carrying groceries. And he he has great fort building abilities. You know, he, Clayton, mm-hmm. Clayton can relate to the kids. He said, hey, who wants to build a fort? And the kids were all in. So, yes, you know, from, from a high, I put the fact that, the, that Michelle put her kids in charge of this week's dates. Kids were incredibly cute. There were four kids that uh, were on the show. Mm-hmm. I think only the good kids were on the show. They're not letting the bad kids on the show. None of Michelle's troublemakers no made troublemakers. it. No you troublemakers. Know, the, the, the good students get to be on the show. So uh, they, they did a fabulous job this week. They were asking the hard-hitting questions. You know, Clayton, have you farted in front of Michelle? Rodney, do you shave your nipples? These, this is what America wants to know. I, and and I took note of that. You know, Rodney admitted to shaving his nipples on occasion. You know, and is this a common thing these days? Is this what the young guys are doing? I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 old school. I you know I thought we were supposed to shave our face. <laughs> I think um, I'm not a young man, so I'm not sure what the the regular is. But uh, manscaping is in these days. Is okay. what I hear. It's fine. Okay. Well, I'll. I'll <laughs> Okay, I, I, um, let's we'll move along. Yeah. So overall, I think Michelle's students were pretty good judges of character, except you know that they didn't realize Clayton and Michelle. Michelle wasn't into Clayton at all, but his fort building abilities were enough to get him that one on one. But but uh, you know Clayton really connected to the kids, and uh, one, you know one of the highlights. I, you know, I'm sure. I suspect you might mention it. Is they left the two of the kids left Clayton letters. Uh, I, I don't want to say notes. I say letters that, that were, you know, very sort of moving. Clayton started crying. You know, too late to to get a rose after after Michelle had uh, given him the walking papers. But uh, you know, just very nice moments uh, with the kids. And the other high that I had was I really enjoyed Olu's suit. You know, at the at the rose ceremony, you know, not something I could pull off. Bright red with stripes. He was trying to find a way to make himself stand out, and uh, I liked Olu, and and Olu is no longer on the show either. Uh, he was the last of the group, uh, that, and he was the only one that had not had a one on one date, which I think puts you at severe disadvantage. Yeah, I think that we knew Olu was getting the axe before the episode even happened. I, I, you and I both suspected it, but uh, I, I think we both liked Olu, mm-hmm. and to me, he could be a candidate to show up in another Bachelor-oriented program someday. Yeah, I think he would do well in Paradise. He seems like a very nice guy. Nice guy, and I suspect if he takes his shirt off, the chicks are going to dig him. <laughs> My other high of the episode was watching Rodney be a farmer during the group date, milking cows, churning butter. He was just so excited to be there. Or maybe he wasn't excited, but he had a good attitude about it, was having fun. 
I enjoyed watching it. And and you have to respect his effort. You know, he's he's got great enthusiasm. You know, whatever gets put in front of him, he just goes out and tackles it. So so uh, I enjoy Rodney as well. He did a good job. While we were watching the episode, we were trying to figure out who we thought the top four would be, and our our last position, we were in between Rodney and Rick. And I think that before the episode, we both thought it would be Rick, and Rodney really turned it around on that group date. I, I think Rodney had a had a good group date. Rick seemed to be a little bit of a downer this week. I don't know. And I think it's just his eyes. Well, he looked like he's wearing eyeliner, which I, I didn't notice. Which until I've been this saying week. this whole season. I didn't notice it until this week. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get into the lows? Okay, let's get into the lows. Okay, so this is a spoiler alert that I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk about who the next Bachelor is. So it hasn't been officially announced, but it's all over the social media. So if you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead a few minutes. Because my low of the episode is that I don't understand what Clayton has done to deserve becoming our next Bachelor. He seems like every other guy... We didn't get anything special, groundbreaking from him to be invested in enough for him to be our next lead. And I don't think Michelle's students liking him the most out of the group and like writing him goodbye letters is enough to make him the next Bachelor. I feel like producers are really just grasping for straws here and I don't like it. You know, it seems like he might be better as the lead of the the adopt a kid type program, and that he was connecting so well with the kids. We got more airtime with Clayton last night than I than I think we did the entire season. Maybe the entire season combined. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it it seems to be strange. It didn't seem like he had really distinguished himself during this season to to necessarily deserve to be the bachelor as we go forward. Yeah, he seems like a very nice guy. Uh, he, he's, he looks like a really big guy. I mean, I, the guy he, looks like he's 6'5", 250, and, yeah, and he's, chiseled. He's carrying in the groceries in one trip. Yeah, yeah. You can, like, put the groceries, hang them all over him. It's not going <laughs> to bug him at all. <laughs> I just think that we had a lot better options to choose from from Katie's season if we wanted to go back there. You know, Andrew S., Justin, Michael A., I think that those are all better Bachelor contenders than Clayton. And I think that within Michelle's final four, we could have found a better bachelor contender as well. Well, I I, I defer to you on these decisions, but uh, I, I I haven't found him overly interesting. So that's could be problematic when it gets to his season. Well, I think that's typical with the male leads. You know, you want a bland male because the ladies are going to be dramatic and crazy. So you just need a consistent baseline from your male lead. Yeah, I, I just wonder if Clayton's going to be able to handle the, the zaniness that's going to ensue when when the backstabbing starts uh, with the ladies. So Yeah, I don't think he'll do well. Good luck, Clayton. <laughs> My other low, I have two more. First, Nate seemed like a bit of a crybaby during the group date, talking about Joe being better at him at milking cows and nurturing calves, churning butter, and then he got a quote-unquote back injury while scooping poop. And he was just very whiny. And I think he knows that Joe is his biggest competition, not just in farm life, but for Michelle, because he only seems to be comparing himself to Joe. But it was very whiny. It's not the confident Nate that we're used to. And I didn't enjoy it. 
Well, I, I agree with you. I had uh, uh, the Nate injury timeout during poop cleanup as one of my lows as well. Uh, it did give Rodney, it, it opened a window for Rodney to play a bigger role, and he sort of recruited Michelle to help him a bit uh, when, when Nate had to go to the bench with his injury. And when we got to the cocktail party that night, Nate didn't seem too injured. He seemed to be fine. So uh, I, w- I, was, I was skeptical about Nate's injury, and, and it's starting to build some skepticism I have about Nate in general. Yeah, he he doesn't seem like he's going to be the consistent fiancé, husband, loyal type guy that Michelle wants. I think that uh, he we've established that we think he's a player. Well, we'll, we'll see. I'm not sure Michelle has figured this out yet, but uh, but, but we'll see. Another low light I had is, uh, and I suspect you might address this as well at some point, Martin, he just doesn't know when to be quiet. You know, he, he's sitting with the other guys saying that uh, he had some miscommunication with Michelle and he's sort of throwing out there that maybe she's a little immature. I'm, I'm having a hard time following his, his conversation, but he's saying things that whether they're taking it out of context or not, are things you just don't want to say to people you're competing against for Michelle's heart and hand. He's not very smart. You know, so uh, uh, you know, that you really got to know when to be quiet and, and who you're talking with, and Martin doesn't seem to have that. So, so uh, Martin is no longer with us. Michelle walked him out. Good for Michelle, but uh, not, not smart, Martin. No, Martin seems like a big dummy. I'll, I'll get to that okay. further in the pod. I thought you might. And uh, my last low, I just don't think that uh, Tasha and Caitlin are earning their keep this season. Yeah, they're 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 not doing much. I thought those kids did a much better job. Let let's let the kids run the show, and and we don't need two women to come in and say, "Hey, one rose left." Yeah, we can count. We know there's one rose left. We know how this works. I just don't really. Uh, I, I still would like David Spade to be the official host bring, of all Bachelor franchise shows. I would. I'd be up up for trying that out. I didn't see him on the the Island Show or the Fantasy Paradise Paradise Show, but you you gave him good reviews, and I've enjoyed him in other things. So so bring back David Spade My, or, the, or the kids or the kids. My last low is Brandon asking Michelle's parents for their blessing. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. For her hand in marriage, it made me cringe and feel uncomfortable because there's literally still five other guys there at that point. And if he knows anything about the show, he knows that the final two will get to meet Michelle's parents. So it just, it feels really early. And it just didn't seem like the right time. Well, for those that uh, just listen to the podcast and don't want to invest two hours in watching the show, the the one-on-one date Brandon had was with Michelle. They went to Michelle's home, her childhood home where her parents still live, the parents weren't home. They got in the pool. and the Oh, no. Hot tub. It was a hot tub. Okay. They got in their, the, uh, a hot tub, 
And and who would have guessed it? The parents come home, surprise, you know, and and they're shocked to find uh, Michelle and Brandon in the hot tub, despite the fact that a camera crew is there following them through the house. So, uh, uh, and then they meet the parents. I thought Brandon did a good job in dealing with that situation. I didn't really think he asked for their blessing. I, I sort of thought he was saying, if I'm there at the end, I hope you'll support me. I, I sort of like the fact that he talked to them privately and, and sort of said, Michelle, can I have a moment with the parents? And, and she went away, talked to them privately. I thought he handled himself well. I didn't think that he overstepped. It made uh, me uncomfortable. Okay. It was way too early. I didn't like it. I did like Michelle's parents' response. It wasn't really like, yes, we're giving you our blessing. It's more like, if Michelle wants you, we're cool with that. We're going to trust Michelle. If you're the one there, cool. If it's one of the other five guys, cool. Well, and, and I, but he took it really well. He didn't take it that way. He was like, yes, I'm in. Well, I, I, as a parent, I also agreed with Michelle's parents' response. I, 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 uh, I trust you, Meredith, and if, if it's the right guy you and, and you bring it home, he doesn't have to get my approval. He's got to get your approval. There we go so, for all my suitors listening. That's right. <laughs> all right. We ready to move on to the right reason? Let's move on. My right reason goes to Olu for telling Michelle the tea about Martin. I don't usually like the snitches of the show. They, I usually say snitches get stitches, but I'm going to be a hypocrite here because I don't like Martin. Well, and, and I'll, I'll also support you in that, in that Olu didn't get a one-on-one date. He had to find some way to distinguish himself. So if you're going to, you got to do something. It might be a Hail Mary pass, but it was, it was also accurate. But so, he prefaced it by saying, I'm not saying this to like improve my standing here. I'm doing it because I think it's something that you should know. I want you to be with a good guy. Well, and I, it does seem like sometimes people just bring fake stuff to Michelle or like drama. This was this was, I think, a real concern. Well, I I, I think it is was a real concern. I also helped. I, I think it it might have helped him whether he intended to it for not. But I think he was pretty much firmly entrenched in the friend zone at that point in time. Yeah, I think he was seen as more of like a older brother figure. Well, my right reason, I wrote down two. Uh, number one, I wrote down kids are just pure. The notes from <laughs> Luke and Kelsey seemed from the heart. They were wonderful. I'm, I'm trusting that they wrote those notes and that the producers didn't write those notes. They made Clayton cry. And as we've said on this podcast before, you really need to cry when you're with Michelle because that'll get you the rose. And crying after Michelle's already off you when you're reading the kids' notes. It's how you become the bachelor. Maybe that's how you become the bachelor. But he should have cried in front of Michelle and not in front of those kids. Um, and the other thing, I, I put down Rodney as the right reason in that I just thought he did a good job at both the, in the group date and in the cocktail party. He seems to be sincere. Uh, you know, I like Rodney. He's a good guy. He, you know, he, he seems honest and sincere, so I, I thought he, he deserves consideration for the right reason as well. Okay. My wrong reason, I have two. First, the parents of Michelle's four students who allowed them to go on a nationally televised dating show. Okay. I just, you know, if I have kids, I don't think I'm going to subject them to that. You know, they could say some dumb shit like that one boy that was talking about the poop emoji. 
Okay, but but they were cute. They were cute, yeah, but it just doesn't seem like something you want to introduce your child to at the age of 10. So if 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 when you were a fourth grader, however old these kids were, fifth and, grade, 10, yeah. Fifth grade or whatever and your your teacher was on a show and they said, "We'd really like Meredith to be uh on the show." I think as a fifth grader, you would have been saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love, but there's I no love shot. My- you and mom would have been like, okay, I'll sign this permission slip. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Not for this particular show, but uh, who knows? Well, that's the show we're talking about. Okay. Well, I'm, I don't know. I, th- I thought they, they handled themselves well. If they did stupid stuff, it was probably cut out. You know, I think they- it's weird to send your kid into a dating show for them to talk about, oh, have you kissed my teacher? Uh, well, the kids are going up. It was up. cute. I enjoyed kids, it. Kids are going up faster than they used to. I'm I'm trying to adjust. It was cute and I enjoyed it, but I think that, you know, the parents questionable. Okay. What's your other wrong reason? Obviously, Martin. He is talking to I think he was talking to Rick and Olu was there about how Michelle isn't paying attention to him. Um that's why they have some communication issues. He's saying that Michelle's immature because she hasn't worked through her childhood trauma, which I don't really think we heard anything about her childhood trauma. And then they keep bringing up the poem she talked about. And it was more like growing up as like one of the only black girls in her class feeling unseen. I I guess that's childhood trauma, but it seems like she's just talking more about her experiences in her life. Um, so it just seems like he was kind of pulling stuff out of his butt and then he lies to Michelle when she confronts him. He's like, oh, I never said immature. That didn't come out of my mouth. And speaking over her and basically gaslighting her the whole conversation, he sucks. And he didn't redeem himself at all in his, you know, car exit interview. Oh, he doubled down. He I said, mean, he, he, a he, woman like that does not deserve my time. I would not give her another shot when she realizes she's made a mistake. I don't think he needs to worry about that. I don't think he'll be coming. She'll be coming to Miami anytime soon looking for Martin. No, I she should have sent him home night one because of that hairstyle. I stand by that. Okay. well, uh, my wrong reason goes to Nate in that I've enjoyed Nate during the program. But to me, there were some red flags that came out last night from starting with his his fake injury or injury that I think might have been fake because he doesn't like to scoop poop. Who likes to scoop poop? No one does. But if you're going to play the game, play the game. Uh, It seems like whenever it's time to get vulnerable with Michelle when they're having these conversations at cocktail parties or whatnot, and she's looking to get serious. um, He goes in for the kissy kissy. He goes for the kissy kissy or he just sort of, he sort of slides by that and puts on his little smile there and Michelle's going for it. But I don't really think he's shown much substance up to this point. And something that he said bothered me. He said that uh, he's never really brought a girl home. And, you know, I'm a handsome guy. I got to think he's been pretty active on the social scene. Never brought a girl home. You know, we said, you said that we think he might be a player. And, and I'm just not sure... I'm not sure of his intentions here. I just, I, I, I've got some red flags there. To me, it seemed more concerning that he was like, my dad made it clear that he never wants me to talk about girls with him or anything like that. Don't bring anyone home. Don't talk to me about it. That just, that seemed 
weird. Yeah, that's not normal. And so I think that Michelle's in for a tough hometown date next week with Nate. Well, some of the previews looked a little scary uh, with some of the hometown dates. Yeah. So I, I think that's I think I, Nate could be at the top of that list. I think, you know, meeting a guy's family for the first time while you're dating three other guys is hard enough. But then add on top of that, that the dad doesn't want to meet you, especially not probably in a TV show situation. I think recipe for disaster. Well, I, I can... Uh, empathize with dads not wanting to meet the future in-laws through a tv show so i i can go along with that part of it although i i'm all up for meeting boyfriends girlfriends whatever but i don't need to do it on a tv show okay so i guess we won't film it next time that happens in our house we will definitely not film it correct okay sorry listeners you're not gonna get to watch that my mvp is once again michelle i don't know if i've picked her as the MVP every single week, but I'm obviously a big Michelle fan. I thought for similar reasons as usual, confronting Martin or confronting whoever sucks that week, um, confronting him about being a lying piece of shit, basically, and sending him on his way. You know, we love the good old confrontation and walk out the door one-two punch. Okay. That's why Michelle's the MVP. Well, and... and has there been a week when you've chosen somebody else? I mean, she's got quite the streak going. I'd have to look back in my notes, but I do feel like Joe might have gotten it once. Okay. I am a big Joe fan as well. Well, she's putting together a hell of a season. She is. She is. She she doesn't take anyone's crap, you know? She's getting rid of the trash as soon as it shows itself. And any any of these fellows that are departing candidates for the Paradise Island, Fantasy Island show? For sure. I think... Well, we could definitely see Martin in Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll get a redemption arc. Maybe he'll double down on sucking. Well, I mean, I could see Olu going on, yeah, on that Olu, show. Yeah, Olu, Rick. I think any of them. Clayton, obviously not, because he'll be a bachelor. If, if Clayton wasn't a bachelor, I could see him going on that. Yeah. And he's, I, you know, he seems, I would think that the ladies might consider him pretty hunky. Not me personally, but yeah, whatever. Okay. Do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? I do have some fatherly advice. Uh, Going back to to the Martin situation, he talks too much. You need to know your audience. And I'll I'll go a little bit further from and say that one of my pet peeves, you know, when you you know, if you're writing emails to people at work or wherever, you better assume that the person that you least want to see that email is going to read it. It's sort of like the way Martin's talking. You better assume that if you're saying something that Michelle's going to find out about it. So be careful the way you communicate to people. So that's one. That's smart. That's smart. Uh, you know, some some great advice from one of the kids, Luke, who. I don't know, you know, how he came out, but he was talking about, you know, you you have to be kind to your wife, be nice, be patient, you know, from the from the mouths of babes. Good advice from Luke. Good fatherly advice. I sort of wanted to give you a little bit of my take on the final four, and, and just a little bit of some observations. And I'm I'm going to speak. I'm going to include this really from the mom as well. This is sort of the parental perspective here. We want you to bring someone home who is sincere, honest, and loyal. Don't bring home the male model who is all style and substance because you can put a ring on that person's finger 
and I just think he, the, the ladies are still going to go after him, and it's going to be problematic. Uh, this year, I, my observation, two of our finalists sort of checked the, the sincere, honest-type box. I think, I think Brandon and Rodney. Joe. Oh, hold off. There, I, those two seem to be willing to – they seem devoted to Michelle, as devoted as one can be in this type show – and they seem very sincere, very honest. Nate, to me, as I said, I think he's got some red flags. Uh, don't trust him. To me, Joe is a question mark. I'm, I'm not sure what to make of Joe. As we said, he's, a, he's sort of the quiet guy. I, I worry that he's sort of the Bruce Springsteen glory days finalist where he's going to spend all his time reminding Michelle and everybody of that basketball game when he was in college where he scored 25 points against Iowa and wasn't I great back then. And I think Michelle likes living in the glory days, though. She took him on their date to her high school and showed him her locker and where she played basketball. That's fun for a while, but that's not something you want to build your relationship on. you gotta, you got to be able to go forward. You have to you want to be with someone who is going to make you better. He's a real estate developer now. We've not heard He's much. Moved of, past it. We've not really heard much about his vocation, but we really it's haven't heard we much. Haven't of, gotten any. There's no sob story related okay. to it. Anyway, anyway. Say, oh, I lost out on a sale. Last piece of advice. Ugh, we're still going. One last piece. Don't you dare give your boyfriend my bathing suit to wear when the two of you stalk my house. Not cool. Don't do that, which is what Michelle did with Brandon. Yeah, we'll just go skinny dipping. I would almost prefer that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's a great way to wrap us up, I think. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, make sure to comment, rate, subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We would very much appreciate it. We'd like to thank the mesh for hosting our podcast and we love being here in studio check out all their other great podcasts anywhere you listen to podcasts as well they've got some great content for you out there um so i think that's all we've got next week is hometowns unfortunately we will not be in studio it would have been too great to have hometowns while we're both home in town but beggars can't be choosers here So join us next time to hear all about Michelle's hometown dates from the right reasons and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.